Leanne. And I'm Michelle. Together we are Leanne, Leanne and, and Michelle. It's your evil one. Welcome to our podcast. Leanne and Michelle think they're funny. Look, we don't know much, but we know you're about to laugh a lot. Thanks for listening. We hope you think we're funny too. Because we're funny, right? Well, my mom thinks we're funny. I was under the assumption that we're friends. Welcome back to the Leanne and Michelle Think They're Funny podcast. That's right. I'm Leanne. Michelle. And together we are Leanne and Michelle. We don't have to say that every time because it's in our intro. That's pretty good. Oh, forget that. FYI. Well, then let's just start start it over. Okay, so Michelle messed up the last recording, so oh, I have no, to start I over. Did not. It was Leanne. Um, oh, that's not how I remember. Oh, but we have a it. tape, and we can go back and look at it. Yeah, it's just that I don't anyway, think we will. Let's go. Let's get into it. <sighs> they don't want to hear us argue. <laughs> Although we are going to be arguing this episode, you will you will hear that in a few minutes. You think we're going to argue? Uh, we are for sure going to argue. We have differing opinions on this topic. All right, but let's welcome have it to the Leanne and Michelle Think They're Funny podcast. Yeah, welcome. This one is called Leanna Michelle Think They Know Gender Reveals. And guess what, friends? I am the expert on this topic. Oh, boy. You're coming in hot today. I can feel it. There's steam heat coming from your side of the mic. I'm ready. I'm like, I put some extra deodorant on. Stay loose. I'm staying loose. I'm wiggling, staying loose. I feel strongly about this topic. Okay. And I love that about you. That's great. And I I want to talk about it. So, So let's do it. Okay. So first of all, the title might be a little misleading. Gender reveals. Now, there's a whole thing about gender reveals. Do you know this, Leanne? There was a gender reveal gone wrong that sparked a wildfire in California. I did hear that. That's not what we're talking about. We're not right, no. talking about cutting the cake, doing the baseball thing, you no. know, none of that. We're not talking about the party. Setting off smoke flares in the middle of dry season in Arizona, which I will not be doing under Nobody any be, circumstance. Nobody needs to be doing that. We are talking about what happens before that. That's right. Finding out the gender of your unborn baby. Do you find out? Or do you not find out? You are you are right to say that this does tend to be people pick a team here, don't they? Because you hear mothers say things like, I could never wait mm-hmm. to find out. Or like there's just not a whole lot of middle ground here. No. You although there are people who have a lot of kids and maybe on one of them they won't find out and the other mm-hmm. ones they do, or vice versa. But I would say for the most part, people are what one side or the other and, and feel pretty strongly. And I would say most people find out. By far, oh, actually. Yes. I would be curious to know what percentage. I don't have that number in front of me, but my five wing. Because of your five wing? I would really like to know what percentage of mothers. I'm sure wait. it's like 95%. Can you scoot forward on your chair? Because it sounds wrong? like you're farting and it's bothering me. Oh, I'm not farting. <laughs> I would tell you if <laughs> yes, I did. I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you yeah. can't well, help yes, it. I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So we already know Leanna's pregnant. Um, congratulations. Still so excited. There's a baby in there. There it is. Now, this is the actual, the third pregnancy of our friendship. The third pregnancy of our friendship. That's yes. right. And we, unfortunately, we're not friends. Or we didn't know each other. It's not like we weren't friends. Um, when our first two were born. No, we hated each other. <laughs> I want to be very clear. <laughs> when I was 19 and did not know you, I like hated you though. <laughs> uh, anyway, so <laughs> Leanne has always found out the gender of her babies before they're born. And I did not. I waited until my babies were born to find out. Which is so interesting, knowing your personality as well as I do now. Mm -hmm. But we'll come back to that. Go. And I feel very strongly that you should wait. So when Leanne was pregnant with Finn, I begged you, begged you to not find out because she already had Jack and Rosalind. So it was just, you know, kind of a 
freebie baby. Bonus babe. <laughs> I was like, don't They're all bonus babes. And she just looked at me like, no, stop talking. There's no convincing me. I'm finding out. Almost in kind of a rude way, if I'm being honest. And then this baby, she has not found out yet. She's still um, not far along enough yet. Although you could get a blood at, test now. At this point, well, okay. So at this point, I am not even six weeks. I'm right. five weeks, four days at the time of this recording. Um, but yeah, you take the blood test at 10 weeks now. If you are a geriatric pregnant, which I am. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so, so much. Awesome. I always wanted to be old and crusty and pregnant at the mm. same time. That's and it's awesome. a real honor. Um, so I will be getting my blood drawn at 10 weeks. And then I'll have the option to know two weeks later when I get those results back. I'll have the, I say the option because I'm going to hear you out. Okay. So I am bound and determined during this podcast episode to do my best to convince Leanne to not find out the gender and wait till the bibbit is born. And it's going to be real hard for her, but I have, I have reasons. I'm just going to sit back in my chair and okay. make farting sounds in the chair and let you Okay. Run. First of all, though, before I go off on my ranting, I would like to hear why you decide to find out, which I think a lot of our listeners probably found out the gender of their baby before they were born. So what is your reasoning? I guess I don't have a fantastic reason other than I am not a naturally patient person. Um, I think finding out while the baby is still in there has been really fun for me for the bonding process, like to start thinking about names and to start thinking about the baby as my son or daughter has been really significant. Um, it's also been nice to prepare older siblings in the case of the last uh, pregnancy and this pregnancy um, as far as who's coming and how are we making room for him or her. Um, so, and I guess at the end of the day, I also just like to prepare. Like I like to have the baby clothes that I know I'm going to want for that baby washed, ready to go in the closet. I don't want to have to be thinking about that stuff in the first two months. I There's so many surprises already with newborns, the personality and the sleep deprivation and just all of it. And I... I don't know. For me, one more surprise would be <laughs> it would break this camel's back. Well, I have arguments to refute every single thing you said, but that's interesting. Thank you for sharing. Okay. So I did not find the gender out the gender of my kids. My husband and I were surprisingly on the same page about that, mm. um, both pregnancies. And this is what ended up happening that made it amazing. Okay. So first, we're pregnant. And we needed things for our first baby. Like yeah. we had nothing, right? right. So we, we don't have, um, I don't have any siblings. My husband's brother, they don't have kids. We didn't have anything family-wise to inherit or get passed over to us. So we needed all the things. And not knowing the gender at my showers prompted people to actually get me stuff that I needed mm -hmm. rather than just go for the cute clothes. Because mm -hmm. I feel like when you go to a baby shower and people know I'm buying for a boy or I'm buying for a girl, it's so hard not to go after the cute hair ribbons or the little baby bow ties or stuff Ugh. like that. Which, thank you, but um, I knew my the grandmothers were going to go crazy after the babies were born and they were going to be well-dressed. So I didn't need that before the baby was born. I needed diapers. I needed a car seat. I needed a stroller. And I got all of it. But to counterpoint, I have all of that stuff now. I don't need I, any of that. I'm talking to the mom who's pregnant with number one. I thought you were trying to talk me I'm saying you, I asked you why you made the decision. I'm setting up why I made the decision. Okay. And then we'll, then we'll talk. Okay. <laughs> that's my re formal rebuttal so though. That's, that's for me, for the first baby. Sure. It was so beneficial to not have the gender because, not know the gender because then people didn't feel 
like people felt more like they needed to get me just the basics, which mm-hmm. was so helpful. So I had all sure. the basics ready to go for the baby. Now the clothing thing, mm-hmm. you know, you said you like to wash the clothes and have them. In the- well, here's the deal. I got all gender neutral clothes for the newborn phase, right. the newborn and the like one to two month clothes. And that's all I needed. Like my baby could be in a rubber ducky situation or plain white or plain mm-hmm. light blue. I mean, it didn't matter. I mm-hmm. mean, cause they were, they were just babies and they weren't really going anywhere. And I could get gender specific clothing after they were born or order a few things after they were born to complement what I had. And it's because I did back to back, not finding out, I could keep those newborn clothes and mm. use, it didn't matter if I had a boy or girl next because they were all gender neutral. Sure, sure. So that was for me. Because I think too, I mean, once you have a baby, some people just like to buy you things. Like, yes. I know I like bought fit a bunch of stuff. Yes. I went a little crazy at Baby Gap. Anyway, so and that's fun. And then, um, the next thing would be when you're pregnant and you don't know the gender of your baby, it and you it stops awkward conversations. So mm. when I would go to the grocery store, visibly pregnant, people would always ask, when are you due? Would be the first question. And I would say, oh, I'm 30 weeks or 32 weeks, I'm due, whatever. Great, well, what are you having? I don't know. And they would not know what to do with that information. And these are people mm. who are strangers, like clerks, the grocery store, just random people. And I didn't really want to reveal too much about my baby or my life to them. And that really gave me a quick out from that conversation. Because then if I say, oh, I'm having a girl. Oh, well, what are you naming her? And do you have other, do you have a boy? I mean, it was like all these questions that I didn't have to answer. So I was just able to say, I don't know what I'm having. And they would always just go, wow, no one ever does that anymore. Cool. End of conversation. That is a compelling reason. And I will tell you, I conversations that I have heard pieces of or that I've seen mothers share on social media about people inserting their opinions about the sex of your baby drives me up the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, And I've had a few, a couple of very soft assumptions made. Um, like I remember I took Rosalind um, to Target and Finn was with me and someone said like, oh, I bet she was glad it's a brother. Now she gets to stay the princess. And I was like, she would have loved a sister. She would have loved whoever yeah, exactly. came. Like, don't be an idiot. Yes. Don't tell a mom with all girls, oh, too bad. Right. Don't tell a mom of all boys, oh, you're going to try again for the girl. Oh, like that. You will, you will hurt the mother, number mm-hmm. one, and you are saying that in front of her precious children? Yeah. Worse of all? Like, oh my gosh. don't do that. So I, I love that that is just an automatic shutdown, mind your business. Mm-hmm. Because we we all love the babies we get in whatever order yes, we get exactly. them. Like, Honestly, oh my at gosh. the end of the day, if your baby's healthy, you know, that's all that matters. And also if your baby isn't totally healthy, you still, you still love that you child. You still love them. Yes. So it's not even, even that. Yeah. So we're on the same page there. That's good. Um, okay. So then it was the, the fun of the surprise in the delivery room. Mm. I have to say, now I, I, I can't imagine, I didn't go through this, but I can imagine there's, there might be a moment when you open the envelope to read it or you're in the sonogram room and ultrasound room and you get the news. However, there's nothing like having the baby come out of you, which you never know how your birth story is going to go. That whole thing leading up to the birth is always a surprise. And you're going to start crying, aren't you? Because I'm fighting it. (laughs) I was, I was immediately starting to, I'm an Enneagram four. I was immediately starting to create a cinema in my head of what this would feel like. Yes. And, and then to have the baby be born and then hear it cry and then have someone say it's a boy or it's a girl. It's just a, a moment that's Oh, you cannot replace that. And I don't, I think that moment is so much more significant when you wait and you don't find out. And I just, I like that. And then the other thing 
and I'm going to get back to that in a second. I want to tell the story of my daughter was born, but um, the names. Mm-hmm. So if, again, so if you have a baby and you know the gender, a lot of times you just tell people the name mm-hmm. before they're born. And not knowing the gender, you could tell people what the two names are, but also people don't have to ask about that a lot. So mm-hmm. then when the baby's born, not only is it a fun surprise to tell your friends and family, it's a boy. And then, you know, and then the name is a secondary surprise because then they don't know that either necessarily. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Um, and okay, so the, so the other cool thing, so my son was a C-section, emergency C-section, he was in trouble, I was in trouble, so got him out, emergency C-section, and I remember the doctor and the nurse saying, because they got him out, and I, no one told me right away what he was, boy or girl, and um, the doctor, the nurse kept saying, somebody tell her, somebody tell her, she doesn't know what she's having, and all of a sudden, they whipped him around the curtain, and then my doctor says, I don't know, Michelle, what is it? And I was like, it's a boy. That's so sweet. Such a sweet moment. Yes, I love it. And then my daughter was a VBAC, which Mm -hmm. that was a surprise because you you could try for a VBAC, but you don't know for sure if you're having one. Yeah. So the fact that it happened was just an awesome moment. And then they pulled her out and they put her right on me, which I hadn't had that experience before. And um, and then they. the doctor said it was a girl. My husband said it was a girl, and I did not believe them. <laughs> I legit reached down to feel because I couldn't see, and it was a girl. And Aww. that was just such a fun surprise. Yeah, not, I can see that. Not knowing, and we really thought it was a boy because my pregnancies were so similar. So it was a genuine surprise, and and so fun. So I, I just I don't know that whole part of the story for me was the best thing about not finding out. But so my children because this will be a repeat c-section because and we can do labor stories another day or maybe we never will because oh, we I like those are oh, those, mine are some long war stories like i don't know if i want to inflict that on these good people but um <laughs> this will be a fourth c-section which means my kids can't be not that they would be in the hospital room anyway if it were a um, normal vaginal delivery but they won't be um hopefully with coronavirus restrictions matt will be able to be i assume mm-hmm. he will by the time we're due hopefully um but they wouldn't be there to share that moment of it's, it's a boy or it's a girl. Them. It is a moment between you and that kid. See now that the thing that would separate that between that is that this would be this baby's unique story. So this baby, no one, none of your other kids have this story. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you waited on the gender and you and Matt found out together privately what the gender was, that would be a, a really cool story for that baby. And then revealing the gender to the kids when you get home or when you see them later would be another fun thing. And you could videotape I it. I don't I really know. want you to not find out. <laughs> I mean, I, I, there's part of me that really wants that moment for them too, though, like to find out with us, to open the balloons together or open the envelope together. You did that with Finn. You did no, it with Finn. with Finn, Matt and I found out and we had them open up the balloons. Well, I mean, oh, I see you're what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, so I'll find saying. out at the same time would be kind of a neat thing. Okay. That's true. Yeah. But, but I still think it'd be better to have that moment. I see what you're saying though, that it, that that moment is for you and the new baby. I think there, there is an argument there. Um, so if you were doing it again today, would you wait to find out again? Yes. Even with two older siblings? Yes, I would absolutely wait. And I would okay. have a scheduled C-section because my vaginal delivery was terrible. We can talk about that another time. Yes. <laughs> and maybe we will, maybe that will have like a disclaimer on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a hard decision to make, like no doubt about it. I'm just, uh, I am like dying to know what I'm having. I'm dying know. to know. But I can't. See, but see that having that suspense carries you through pregnancy because I, I had some moments where I wanted to break in both my pregnancies. Yeah. But you go know, at 36 weeks when you only have one month left, 
um, having that one little fun surprise awaiting you at, after the finish line helps you mentally kind of just power through and realize that you don't like you're gonna have a scheduled c-section day wouldn't it be fun to have like another surprise that day that uh, you don't know like you know you're gonna have a baby at 8 a.m and you're scheduled c-section but we don't know who the baby is that's true i guess there is an argument there yeah it's and then you also get to the other thing okay i could go on and on but the other thing is the name so you don't have to commit necessarily to a name and it kind of gives you a chance to really think one way or the other like you know and we actually changed like um, the girl name for Kenton changed. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a different girl name by the time we had Camille. But it was, I don't know, I, uh, I could talk a little name on it. I'm sure there's some mamas out there who agree with me because it is kind of polarizing. I mean, if you waited, you know it's the best thing ever in the whole world that you've ever done as a parent. Just kidding. But it's up there. And if you found out, then, you know, I think it's mostly impatience. That's the thing I'm hearing is impatience. And maybe God wants you to work on your did you just I just dropped a Jesus bomb right there. No, I no. Did it. Sorry. Did you just claim to speak for God? Any I'm just I'm just saying that if the only excuse that you have and I'm preaching right now is impatience and that's why you don't want to find out. Well, I think that's a sin. Well, on that <laughs> note. <laughs> what a lighthearted I think my friend Trinity would like to weigh in on this one to transition into our next segment. <laughs> I can't think of a better, more natural segue than that. Um, no, I, you're right. It, patience is... Um, it, a virtue. It is. And if that were the only reason, I think I have other reasons beyond that. I don't think you do. I absolutely do. Washing clothes and getting them ready? Being prepared, not wanting to adjust to another surprise, wanting to prepare older siblings. Those are good reasons. Mm, I don't know. So... We clearly did not come to a resolution here, which I did not think we would. No, I did I not think, think we would. We would. I love that you're passionate about it. I celebrate your choices. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to listen to you. No, I didn't even say it. that. I didn't even say that. Look, I'm a four. I'm very comfortable with gray space. I could go back and forth. I can talk both sides of this mm-hmm. to myself for a while. Mm-hmm. So obviously. And I'm an eight and I think there's one way or the highway and it's not finding you. That's right. <laughs> she does. <laughs> I don't know if she made that clear to you, but that is her, where she stands on the issue. She's very hard to read. So you really have to watch for clues. <laughs> so, hey, could we compromise? Could you find out but not tell me or anyone else? What? How would that even work? No, you're going to see the stuff in the house. You guys are over all the time. That's not, no, that's ridiculous. Um, I tried. I will tell you that I'm, I'm going to think about it. And if you're watching this on YouTube, leave us in a comment. Leave uh, leave us in the comments. Leave a comment with what you did. Yes, did you find out? very much like to know. Yes. My bet is that most of you are impatient. I don't want to say you're sinners, but you found out. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to play the transition music just to shut her off. I think we should do this again. I don't have another two things prepared. You don't? No, do you? I do. I'll start. I gotta think of some, though. Okay, I'll let you think. Well, hold on. I just switched things up on the end, and she's eating pretzels to cope. Can you give me one second to eat this goldfish pretzel? Salty carbs. It solves all the problems in the world. 
Um, okay, so we're gonna. Well, I'm, let's, still I'm gonna chewing. keep this. I'm gonna keep this simple for you, since we're talking about gender reveals and pregnancy in this mm-hmm. episode. We're gonna stick to that theme, and this is our don't you know ex, um, segment where we tell you about a couple things that we want you to know about, and we're gonna um, talk about things that we want you to know about either pregnancy items or new baby items that are essential. I love that. See, okay, I, I do have a good one now. Okay, Thank all right. You. Um, well, do you want to go first then? You just teased us with your good one. Yes, I'll go first. So this was the cutest thing to me. I have an eight-year-old boy named Jack, a six-year-old daughter named Rosalind, a toddler named Finn. He's one and a half. I don't like the word toddler. He's a giant walking baby. Yes, that's true. I have true. a giant walking baby named Finn. He's a little baby man child. And then I got a baby bean in here. Mm-hmm. So I got Cuddle and Kind dolls. We we had mm-hmm. worked with Cuddle and Kind for um, a, a Christmas baby giveaway. favorite. Yeah. Oh, baby favorite video. That's right. That we did um, when I was pregnant with Finn. Right. Mm-hmm. So they sent us a bunch of beautiful dolls for our children, which yes. was so sweet. So I got one for Rosalind and one for Finn. Jack had never. Jack didn't get one. I didn't think he would care. I didn't think he would want one. The other day, Rosalind and Finn were playing with them, and Jack was looking at them, and he was like, "How come I didn't get one?" And I was like, "Buddy, did you want one?" Thinking that you know he's into Legos, like he's mm-hmm. he's just like this. He's yeah. so beyond like the Aww, stuff he's. Buddy. He's like, yeah, I would. Aww. I could have cried. Oh, like I'm I fell cry. in love with my son, and I'm like, we are ordering you. A dog right now. We got out my laptop. We Aww. ordered him the large cuddle and kind. He picked out Noah the dog. He renamed it Nixon. Of course he did. It has a bow tie. It is so sweet to me. And it just, it honestly is a testament to how, A, how beautiful these items are. That yes. They still speak to older kids. They yeah. still want them around. They want to touch them, snuggle them, and interact with them. Um, and I can't wait to buy another cuddle and kind for this baby mm. because... Oh my gosh, they're just the most darling little baby gift I think that you can give someone. So, cuddling kind, definitely check them I, out if you haven't seen them. Yes, I would second that because that's, um, yeah, yeah, those are definitely a good, good um, gift. Okay, um, so now you made me forget what I was going to say because I was really into the storytelling. There. Oh, sorry. Um, it's really sweet. Jack is very, very sweet. Um, oh, okay. Baby items. Yes, it's been a while. <laughs> that's all right. Um, Okay, so I'm going to tell you about one of my favorite gifts to give. Okay. Um, I actually gave you this gift. So a friend of mine, when I was pregnant with Kenton, um, gave me this gift, and it was called, it's from a company called Mitees, M-I-T-E-T-E-E-S, Mitees. (laughs) And um, they have these adorable onesies, Mm -hmm. and it says a such and such production on it. So um, I had, my maiden name is Frey, so mine said a Frey and Fortin production. And they're white with black type, and I got you a Deering production, mm-hmm. which is so cute. And they're great for, um, I think, baby outfits coming home from the hospital. Because again, they're gender neutral. So both my babies wear the same. Oh, that's another story. Both my babies wear the same outfit coming home from the hospital. It was so sweet. That's cute. And um, I just, I really like them. My go-to gift, they always get great. They have beanies and bibs and all sorts of stuff. So my tees and their production um, series of onesies. Hmm, that's a good one. Thank mm, you for sharing that. Welcome. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what has been... Okay, I have one. This is more for your older... I'm not going to use the word toddlers. <laughs> giant walking babies. That is what they are. An 18-month-old is still a baby. I'm sorry. You're yelling. I do feel passionately about this. I don't like that all of a sudden you're one. You've graduated to toddler. No. Mm. You don't have language. The only difference is now you can run away from me. Mm-hmm. It's true. I, don't I, even come I'm not me. disagreeing with you. Stop yelling. I'm sorry. I get worked up over this, clearly. <laughs> anyway. Finn is by far our busiest baby. He has tested every physical limit earlier mm-hmm. than the he big two. Has. He can climb anything in the house. Mm-hmm. He's terrified me on a number of occasions. Okay. 
He also likes to throw whatever's in front of him because he's in that stage where there's nothing more fun than throwing whatever's in front of you. Enter Easy Peasy Fun Plate. Easy Peasy Fun Plate. It mm-hmm. is, oh, it might be Easy Peasy Fun Mat. I hope I'm saying it properly. It is a grippy, like a silicone rubber material, mm-hmm. and it he can't like very easily move it or manipulate it. Is it a play it. mat with toys on it? No, it's for eating. Oh, for eating. Okay. So, and I mean, we have like these super cute little Pottery Barn, you know, kids bowls. Mm-hmm. The other day he picked one up and shattered it shattered it do you know how hard it is to shatter plastic like that's how strong my giant walking baby is so i don't give him anything now except for this easy peasy fun mat because he can't break it Mm -hmm. he can't hurt himself with it Mm -hmm. and it's difficult for him to manipulate it and move it off the table Mm. i love you said difficult not impossible difficult it makes me think that we've had an incident of course he's he can roll it he's figured out he can roll it but Easy peasy fun, Matt. I love you. You have made mealtimes a lot easier in my house. Oh, I love that. Okay, so I have one more thing. This is for... Okay, I think any mom would, would, would do this, would, would appreciate this. So, you know those sweet little um, knitted hats your babies come home from the hospital in? Mm-hmm, sure. And then there's the little hospital bracelets. Yes. Those things you can't get rid of. Have you gotten rid of yours? No, oh, no, no, no. Okay, Every good. one of my kids has what I call a legacy bin. Okay, that's, that's for and your topic next time. This yeah. is my topic. Oh, sorry. I don't have a legacy bin. Okay. But for those little like newborn from the hospital things that you can't throw yeah. away, but where do you keep them? You don't want to lose them. Right. You could have a legacy box. I ordered these huge glass bulb Christmas tree ornaments hmm. from Amazon. And you can kind of twist the the hat and get it in there and the little hospital bracelet kind of shake it so it looks nice. And there are these Christmas um, ornament, Christmas tree ornament that you Aww. hang on your tree, and then when your kid, you know, gets married, and they, if they want theirs, they can take it someday. That's but sweet. I just love it. It's so sweet. So simple. It's like eight dollars for two of them. We'll link them, link to them in the show notes. I'm like scared to ever try to harmonize after the way <laughs> it went so poorly last episode. Like seriously. So that's my uh, don't you know? I loved your don't you know? I loved your don't you know? Thank you. So, first of all, I love these new chairs. Mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about the new chairs yet. Well, it talked about how you, they made you fart. But. They don't make me fart. They made it sound like I was farting. There is a distinction to be made. Mm-hmm. But I love these new Swiftly chairs. Mm-hmm. They're like, very cool. I thought the Daring Studio podcast, we couldn't get any better. Mm, and it's but better. It but it can. Yeah. But wait, there's more. <laughs> okay, so let me try and talk about Daring Studio in a natural voice this time. Oh, oh, oh nope, couldn't do it. <laughs> Again. It's tough when you're a character actress, isn't it? <laughs> it's tough. I just get in this space and all I want to do is act. I just want to like, mm, test out new characters and have fun. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Or whatever it is I'm doing here. Anyway, Dear Acting Studio, North Phoenix, online uh, virtual classes and classes in person for adults, teenagers, and kids on camera acting and improv, etc. I think you said that beautifully. Thank you. And in a totally normal voice, which I appreciate. Nailed it. And if you are across the country, check out our virtual online acting academy. It is a lot of fun. There's a great community happening online for actors. So wherever you are, you can join us. Oh, that is it for this episode of Leanne and Michelle Think They're Funny. Yes, it sure is. We hope that you were all convinced to not find out the gender of your baby, Leanne. 
I'm still on the fence, but I think you made some great points. Okay, make sure you follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And check out the show notes at leannamichelle.com. And as always, big thanks to Deering Studio for sponsoring this episode. Bye, friends. You know what? I'm just going to come right out and say it. Listeners, we appreciate you so much. But is the feeling mutual? I feel like it is. I hope so. But you know what, guys? Prove it. Leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're going to be watching. And probably reading some of them right here on the show. See you next time, friends.